Hey, Cody, how does it feel to be awake for, like, five hours when it's only, you know, not even noon yet? <laughs> I feel like my body's just, like, betrayed me. Honestly? <laughs> Which, like, isn't uncommon, but I just... <laughs> it just feels like a personal attack at this point. I think that we are slowly becoming immortal as we create this <laughs> oh podcast. I was just thinking that we were becoming, like, our true golden girl selves and just becoming old people and just... <laughs> Getting up at the crack of dawn. Well, I mean, waking up early is not... And gabbing. <laughs> I, will, I mean, true. Waking up early is not very new for me. It's more the, like, waking up at 4.48 precisely and being like, okay, what? <laughs> and then being like, oh... I'm ready for the day. It's twilight day. That's right. And then... Oh, my God. Preparing for the next three hours until then. Well, <laughs> but hi, welcome to Into the Twilight, where I hi. am an obsessor over this in a problematic way. I'm not, and I just honestly kill me. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> don't say that when I'm trying to drink water. I could have killed this podcast. How am I supposed to know when you're drinking water? I don't this know. Is an audio calls. Just know me. I don't know. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't there a Kanye song about that? Right? Isn't that like... Sure. <laughs> so, hi folks. My name is Allie, and um, this is everything that I've ever worked for. <laughs> <laughs> this is your thesis. This is the culmination of all your studies and all the yes. hard work you did as a preteen and a teen. Yes, with more expletives and in an audio form. But yes, yeah. this is all I've ever cared about. And I'm dragging so Cody along. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm just getting dragged at the at the wagon. But uh, we finally watched fucking Twilight. We did it, folks. <sighs> we did, and we live tweeted it, which was wild. It was really fun. It was my first time live tweeting anything. What? So wait, really what? Yeah, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh wait, a night of firsts? I don't... Wow. Okay. I'm shook. I did I'm not sorry, know that. I'm sorry, at Allie live tweets. <laughs> hey. Hey, shh, don't. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so exciting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that, first of all. Um, so I have a question for you. Yes, please. So if you can think back a couple of months ago on our first episode of this podcast, oh, okay. we did a quiz and it originally yep. sorted us as Jessica for you. And mm-hmm. Victoria, for me, which is wild, because now you've <laughs> watched a movie where those two characters are at play, so uh, you can kind of get some basis. Right. Are you interested in doing another quiz today? Yes, great. Great. Cool. So, I thought that we would give Freeform a little bit of love today, because we did not <laughs> on Wednesday. Even though they let us down when it, when, and then when the time needed it. Right. Yeah, they let us down a little bit, because uh, apparently you have to sign into your TV network, which, uh, bye. Oops, <laughs> didn't check that before we actually tweeted that to the internet. Sorry, folks. So instead, we'll just give them some free promo and do a quiz instead of which member Great. of the Colin clan are you? I will still call them ABC family. I'm in protest. Honestly, it just feels like I'm betraying a lover saying that. Honestly. Like, listen, it's not. ABC family has been there for me. From the get-go. So <laughs> like, I don't... And, and I get it. They're pulling a quick rebrand and trying to be all CW. And, like, I get it. Like, I get it. But, like, that's just... No. But also, could you not is the thing. <laughs> but also, no thank you. Right. So, we're really throwing it back here. 
Do you have it up? Yeah, I have it up. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> Q1. We don't even have this question one. Wild. Okay. If you it's, were a it's, vampire. It's because they're so hip and trendy now, you know? They're just, like, really with it, I think. Um, so, if you were a vampire, do you think that you could resist the thirst? A, yes, it would be difficult. B, yes, but I could never hurt a person. Exclamation point. C, no, but I wish I could. And D, no, but I don't see why I should. <laughs> already like a bad start and this can we talk about this photo also? um yeah that's a major fucking spoiler when i first clicked this it did not have that but whatever i mean oh okay well then we won't talk about it because it just looks it's like a really intense running scene yeah i mean we'll talk about it in like two weeks probably but Great. it's just you know jazz having a lot of feelings so it's fine. just having a crisis as he's known to <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of my fave tweets um from Wednesday was you just being like, yeah, Jasper's just, like, literally gonna explode. It's fine. Um, it's just his eyes keep bugging out all the time. Like, he just, it's it's honestly the the most physical encapsulation, or visual encapsulation of the clenched fist Olympics. Because, like, honestly, he's literally yes. doing it. I'm gonna say yes, but it would be difficult, because I don't want to. Yeah, I would agree. That's not my lifestyle. <laughs> <gasps> okay, just kidding, we're not doing this. Click out of this, click out of this. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Hey, this is a great one, and we're going to do it later. Hey. <laughs> Spoiler. Hey. Hey, listen. Hey, Freeform. Hey, Freeform. Hey, Freeform. Tag your spoilers. Hey, what? <laughs> I hope you clicked out that motherfucking shit, because yeah, we're not. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. I just saw the question. I didn't see any of the answers. Hey, so that was a great quiz. <laughs> Number one question. We got it. He- here into the toilet, we do a lot of research before. <laughs> hey, we make sure everything's up to snuff, you know. Hey, so that was a great bit, <laughs> and so just like, instead of that, instead of taking this quiz, right? Yeah. How about we look back on the people that we were like given? I love that. that first quiz and like see now because now that I actually know who those people are, I prefer that. I was just kind of in blind faith. We can just talk about. Like, if we align with those or not. Because I think, I remember from the first episode, which is mostly nothing, it's all a blur. Uh, <laughs> like, <out>. literally, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I remember the descriptions of Jessica and Victoria being very <laughs> opposite of what we were getting. Yep. Like, like, the fact that I was Jessica and you were Victoria was truly wild. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like now that I know who they are, I'm like... Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> I I still don't understand. And I, I still feel kind of personally offended because <laughs> I, like, me literally, not like me fictionally, like me literally, I am Jessica, <laughs> like is the thing. <laughs> I am. Like you don't understand. This is not... Jessica and I are very much <laughs> the same person. Um, I am not the cool hip chick of Victoria who oh thanks uh like like kills a man and then wears his clothes like it's not (laughs) yes 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 it's not my thing but thanks though but like a little buzzfeed quiz that we did before oh god never forget yeah i mean they both have great hair and they both have great voices they do have great hair so that's great um, but good style is just on different ends of the spectrum, you know. And I mean, that's like literally us. So, like, <laughs> honestly, 
Uh, I, I wish this was a visual podcast because I've looked like the witchiest I've ever looked when recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like I am wearing the same color that we saw Jessica in most of the time, and I have like <clears throat> a face mask on in a headband. Oh like God. I'm doing it right now is the thing, um, but it's great. There's that. Um, also, just hey, freeform, stop. I just am not. <clears throat> it's fine. Um, Look at the second <clears throat> question. <laughs> Like, tag your spoilers is the thing. Um, So this movie, wow. Wow. I I have written down a lot of notes, but I I want you to do the thoughts here because I think that a lot of folks know that I have a lot of feelings, but I am the most Mm -hmm. curious to know how you feel about this. Because I don't know, other than just, like, the live tweets that I saw while everybody else was also seeing them, too. Okay, so, like, this is, like, not a good film, right? Like, (laughs) we can all just be, like, across the board, this is a bad movie. Sure, sure. Not great. Right? It is uh, two hours long. Right. Which is too long. It's too long for any (laughs) any movie, especially one based on the writings of Stephanie Meyer. Sure, sure. Uh, And I think they only get longer, too. God damn. Yep. But, uh, also, very blue. There was a lot of editing choices that I wasn't here for. Yes. At all. Lots of extreme like, close-ups. I get very, a lot of framing choices. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of very shallow focus. Yeah. That it was so, like, shallow that, like, only the eyes were in focus. And, like, even their mouth was, like, a little bit out of focus. <laughs> like, that's not how you do film. Guys, <laughs> can we just... In today's episode of Is It the Twilight Film or Is It Monster Factory... Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Debatable. But yeah, the color selection was wild. Bad. Not good. <laughs> and I understand like where Catherine Hardwick was going because I remember doing some like backstory work and she wanted to deviate from the standard color palette of vampires, mm-hmm. right? So she wanted to go in like the grays and the blues, and that's why the Collins, like the Shiny Squad is dressed the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And I understand that she's trying to, like, capture the Pacific Northwest because it right. is blue and gray yeah, right. and green here. So, like, I get it. But as someone who lives here, it's not blue. It's green. So yeah. it's a very interesting colored choice that she's done. And there's a difference between shifting or forming your color palette around blues and grays and stuff than literally just putting, like, cyan over all of your shots <laughs> and just hoping it works. Right. It doesn't. It looks dumb. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, there were a couple Especially of... when everyone's white as fuck, so, like, their faces are gonna look like the color that you color corrected to. Literally. To a T. It looks so silly. Yeah, there were a couple of scenes where it was blatantly just like, hey, can you not, though, is the thing? <laughs> and then it would look so stark whenever it deviated. So, like, when they did the flashback scene, it looked mm-hmm. super different. When they did the like Edward AU where he actually it was like changed sepia yeah. and like <clears throat> there was a what's it called a border <laughs> yeah there was like that vignette it so around it vignette, and it was like weird yeah and even like the ending when she's like dreaming like that in the angel bit it's so we like the colors just look very different and even like when you think about when she was in phoenix compared Mm -hmm. to then the color correction is just like whoa what is going on (laughs) (laughs) so it's a lot 
but yeah the first like 30 seconds of her in phoenix i'm like oh this isn't like making me want to rip my eyeballs out because it looks nice it looks sure. presentable it's fine and then we go straight to four i'm like oh cool great this is how it's gonna be for the next hour and 49 minutes right <laughs> cool it's it's wild to imagine i don't know anybody seeing my turf as like blue like an actual yeah. blue man group when it's oh my god it's i mean there is blue but for most of the time we don't see blue we see greens and browns and gray and that's it yeah. <laughs> like it's not and you know how bella loves gray or brown fuck i mean everything i think she also gray. likes gray because i mean she edward probably does love gray. she probably loves like a good gray to be honest oh my god. i'm just saying i wanted to talk about the casting please because it was a lot more diverse than I was expecting. Go on. Like, it wasn't very diverse. Like, I'm not, I'm not, it's not giving any awards or anything. But, like, the group of friends and, like, the knuckleheads were, like, (laughs) mostly people of color. And, like, I think all the people of color except for Jessica, which was, like, super lit. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. I was just assuming, you know, 2005, Forks, Washington, like, gonna be a bunch of white boys. Right. Especially since we've seen, like, Mike Newton and all those things, like, the antithesis of, yeah, like, I mean, diversity. Fuck Mike Newton, first of all, as being, like, <laughs> Wonder Bread, right? But, right. yeah, I know when they were doing casting, they definitely tried to get extras from Forks and from, mm-hmm. like, local areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there, there's definitely a lot of, like, white people in yes. the in the movie and it's very like stark when you see it but it, yeah, i think that sure. it is interesting that like when you when they go to la push there are like people there that are not like pale <laughs> you know what i mean right. like it's like most of the named characters that we see a lot from yeah are people of color and women of color yeah you're ex- and I'm like yes right yeah so it's it's, it's just those big group shots of the school that are like, oh, cool, white bread. <laughs> just, like, literally white people. Where do they go? Can you spot them? <laughs> yeah. It's just... I, I guess it is interesting, though, when you think about the way that the characters are cast because mm-hmm. of how they're sort of, like, vilified, though. Because Jacob, mm-hmm. person of color, vilified sure. in this. For sure. And Tyler, deaf, vilified. Yes, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Almost kills Bella. And Charlie is like... We're gonna just take away your license forever. Bye. Forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then even Laurent is seen as like yeah, totally sort of more dangerous until we notice mm-hmm. that like oh yeah no James is like definitely gonna kill you though. right Laurent is chill as fuck right so there's... listen you can't judge a man who's not wearing a shirt and just wearing a sick vest <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like the greatest dreads ever like you can't he's he's cool man he's one with you <laughs> so it's it's a very interesting of like they're trying to put people there so it's like mr molina and then like the nurses mm-hmm. in forks hospital but also yeah. like we're just gonna low-key vilify all of these people <laughs> like yeah, for sure so for sure it's it's very interesting um mm-hmm. And I think that we'll notice it more as the movies continue. Hi, so you brought up Jacob? <laughs> Hi, so let's talk so about my BB Jacob. Hi, nobody told me that he has long hair in this film. <laughs> in this film. <laughs> nobody warned me, and I just feel, like, betrayed by everyone I, that I've ever come in contact with. I, <laughs> I, how, first of all, what? You can't um, do- how did you not 
No, does he okay. going to have long hair? I knew in the book, I I remember, I remember reading the book that he had longer hair. So right. I was like, okay. But all of the stuff that I've seen of Twilight and of the characters, Jacob <laughs> has had short hair. Yeah. All of the promotional photos. He's always had straight or short hair. Right. Always, 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 always. It's him shirtless and like short ass hair and like being a dick, whatever. All of that stuff. Or being a fucking werewolf. Like there's <laughs> never, I've never seen a singular promotional image <laughs> or poster from the Twilight saga in which Jacob has long hair Ever and I just feel betrayed. <laughs> I just feel betrayed. Um, wow. It okay. hit me like a brick. Like, saying, like oh, okay. That's what we're doing. That wig, first of all. God, wow. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's a God. look for sure. Um, especially at the end in the prom scene when it's just like no. playing in the wind. <laughs> um. The hair and makeup were very, um, not great. <laughs> also. So, okay, wow. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so the okay. hair, first of all, Edward's hair, mm-hmm. wow. The worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. The, when you, when you think of the word quaffed, oh, that is what I imagine. It's no. just, like, the most amount of hair gel, it's a lot. Uh, it's, like, in between, like, prep school quaff like tra- trendy like poof thing happening and to like super saiyan like it's right in the middle <laughs> like it's so huge and like sticking up out of nowhere but also like gelled as fuck and like pushed in it's so bad yes i also his accent can we talk about his accent we please, please, please god, god we can talk about his accent it's not subtle I just didn't think about it before watching it because, like, I I know he's British and, like, I just forgot, like, what he sounded like. But when he <laughs> started speaking, I was like, that is not what he sounds like. <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Oh, it's so bad. No, especially. It's, like, not, I don't even know how to classify it, but it's just very, like, trying to be a cool dude, cool American <laughs> dude, man. <laughs> but, like, if not. In the first couple speaking scenes, you can sort of justify it as like, oh, this man is trying to be a man. Like he is clenching his fist so tight. Right. He's trying not to eat someone in the room. <laughs> yeah, he is trying to exhale out of his mouth in a way that sounds like words. So yes. you can sort of justify it then, but when you hear it come out later on in the film, it's like, what the fuck was that? Because it's not really an accent. Who's your voice coach? <laughs> Who let this happen? It's almost like someone, like, poked his stomach and, like, an accent came out for a second. Like, it, it's startling, to say the God. least. It was really off-putting. Like, it was very distracting. <laughs> so, that's wild, first of all. The makeup? So, I have a few thoughts. First of all, <laughs> I have a few questions about Bella's blue eyeshadow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a problem. I just don't understand. <laughs> Um, I can't even tell if it's, like, a very subtle blue eyeshadow or it's just the color correction was boosted so much in those scenes that it just looks like her eyes are blue, also blue. I, and honestly, I couldn't tell you because either that is a very sheer application of a blue eyeshadow, like, no eye primer, and yet that (laughs) eyeshadow was, like, that wet and wild shadow was, like, working. Just holding on. Yeah. (laughs) Because somehow it's, like, still pigmented when they get up close. Or, yeah, they they edited it to make it seem that way, which is wild, because we know... Either way, it's so wild. 
And we know Bella doesn't wear makeup, so it's just like, oh, look. Oh, my <laughs> God. So 2005. It is. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, though. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are you still holding on to, like, blue eyeshadow in that way? Not, like, a smoky look, but, like, just casual blue eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, who does that? I don't. It's not 1985. Like, what are we doing here? I... I have so many questions, and none of them are being answered. But Edward was right. Her skin looked great. Her skin looked lit. Like, it it was great. It was popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was right, for sure. <sighs> Since we're on Bella. Yes. Should we talk about how much of a horny teenager she is in this film? <laughs> oh. oh, it's so good. It's... It's so good. It's the most in-character things yes. of oh hey this is a person who's never had an interaction ever mm-hmm. and is right. dealing with adolescence makes mm-hmm. sense it all fits this time yeah so that's great <laughs> and i would definitely argue that her uh kristen stewart's portrayal of bella swan uh is more <laughs> like is a more justifiable reason like it's a more of a better justification for bella's immediate like infatuation for edward because in the book, it's sort of just like, I don't know, do you like me, do you not, blah, 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 and then it sort of merges. But then this is just kind of like, hey, I'm like, I'm just trying to fuck, you know? Right, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, you're hot, and like, and, and like, the way that she, like, doesn't like, question him being a vampire and, like, doesn't care that he's dangerous and all that stuff, we don't really know why in the book, like, she ca- doesn't care about that stuff, even though we're inside of her brain, and you would think. Right. But at least in the movie, it's just like, yeah, she's kind of just a horn dog, and just like she, like this beautiful like statuesque hot boy. Right. Who cares if he like maybe eats people on the side, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, she just wants to get that good dick, which like Listen, fair. Are we all? <laughs> it's a great aspiration. I get it. I understand. It makes sense to me, and it tracks. <laughs> I, I would tell. I would like to talk about the. Oh God, I don't remember. I think it was after La Push. Go on. Or, no, Port Angeles. After Port Angeles. Um, when <laughs> they they drive back to school together. Uh, yeah, go on. And Edward comes out with fucking Ray-Bans and has Bella, like, his arm around Bella. Yes. And it's just this whole thing. And, like, I know this didn't happen, but, like, they definitely fucked, right? Like, that's... <laughs> Like, there's no way. There's no... Like, that is... The glow <laughs> that Bella had was not her good skincare. It was getting that good dick. I can... That good supernatural dick. And that's the morning after. That is the perfect morning after. <laughs> and just being under the arm of your man and owning that school because everyone's looking at you and he's the man to get. And she conquered that. Yes, that is how you do it. And I, I was just baffled that they were doing that so, like, to a T, that narrative. And I was like, this is so, like... This franchise is built on, like, purity and virginity and, like, and, like, religion. And I'm like, we can't, can we shut it down, shut it down. Okay, first of all, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> I can confirm with 100% certainty that they did not fuck, but I can say <laughs> that there may have been some good touching and rubbing that may have happened. That Listen. Night. However, I, what I am I'm saying, using fuck as like a broad term. <laughs> I, I am just saying that it will be very, very, very important to this series 
when they fuck. Um, and it will, and you will know when that no, I'm happens. Sure. Um, <laughs> this good I get it. Christian I'm just saying. story, you will know uh, when that happens. This Bible story, <laughs> this story of faith and of virtue, <laughs> you will know. Um, however, one of my favorite things about running the pure and true blog that I do for this podcast, which is a true oh work God. of honor for me personally. Um, Into the Twilight Show, that Thank you. Um, is, <laughs> is that there is a headcanon that Edward is very subdued and like pure and still has these like antiquitous views of virginity so that like when he sure. would have lost it he would have like ran a marathon that day and like been glowing <laughs> from the inside and just been like yeah. very like pure and safe about it so when I did see that again when we were watching and of like <laughs> him with the sunglasses and stuff of like I don't even want to look at humans I am just like glowing from the inside That's right now what I'm saying <laughs> it, it definitely tracks for me personally and also i like that we got more on bella being like you know horny and stuff like we saw them like quote unquote hooking up a little bit which was fun and nice right like it was very much also like no i can't do this whatever and then like leaves so when that scene happened we had two very different thoughts Mine was that edward literally throws himself against the foundation of that home and no yes that's not good (laughs) Um, and one is Charlie home, and two, how is that house still alive? Yours was, <laughs> wow, they took a long time to kiss. <laughs> so. Okay, no. So. I mean, fair, but no, okay, hold on. There was a chronology, okay? Because what you're saying happened after what I'm saying. I mean. <laughs> what I'm saying. True. Is there was a buildup to a kiss for when I kissed for the first time, and I swear to God, it's like 45 <laughs> seconds. Like, it is too long. It's true. Sure, There's so much buildup. Edward says something stupid, like, oh, this is something I've always wanted to try, or whatever. It's dumb. And then <laughs> you just get closer and closer, but it's like in slow motion, and my soul is just dying from the inside out, and I just want to leave. There is one thing that you forgot about this chronology. Yes. And it is uh, how Edward appeared in that room to begin with. Oh, yeah, he just like <laughs> climbs in her fucking window <laughs> like an asshole. Truly. And Which, like, isn't out of character. Like, we've expected this from right. the shit wad. Right. But it's still important to note. <laughs> and then he just slightly admits that he's been watching her sleep for, you know, a few yeah, months. Yeah, like a really chill way to bring it up, you know? And then is like, like hey. super casual. <laughs> he's like, hey, 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 Bella, before you get mad, hey, babe, sh- sh- hey, uh, <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I just, I want to, like, touch your lips with my lips for a second. Can you just fucking stop moving for a second so like and by second i mean like many many seconds yeah i need you to hold just like stay there <laughs> this pose for a minute to test my loyalty and test your loyalty and then we will kiss it's fucking it's so wild bad. it's so bad since we're on this topic of edward being a shit one um yes how did you feel about him introducing bella to the shiny squad okay like, my heart. <laughs> this, okay, this this was, like, my one of my favorite scenes. Like, one of the scenes that didn't make me want to, like, literally just, like, die. Wow. <laughs> because that's, like, a high this, te- That's a good review no, I know, from you. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> most of it, I was like, cool, I want to, you know, not be here. But this one was actually, like, fun and cute and quirky and great. Because it wasn't in the book. But it was, like, 
they uh, Edward brings Bella to his home, and the shiny squad is like cooking in the kitchen together and watching like recipes of how to make food because they don't cook obviously yeah. and they don't make food <laughs> and so they're all just making and Rosalie is just like having none of it literally <laughs> and it's just so cute and then Bella's like oh I didn't eat because I know you guys didn't, you don't eat so I feel like it would be insensitive and like it's just so it's like good writing question mark it's just very shocking well and that's because of the screenplay writer Melissa Rosenberg did this sure and Great. not Stephanie Meyer <laughs> no of course not so sorry <laughs> uh, I'm saying just uncanny for the franchise at home right yes yeah and the idea of it too because there's so many cute little bits that happen here Esme is mm-hmm. glowing and excited the parents are having all of it they're just like it's so good <laughs> Emmett is taking pictures of the photo like of all the food that he's doing great Rosalie is basically tapping her heels on the floor, like, can we be fucking done? Just, like, holding a salad bowl. <laughs> like, so aggressively. It's, it's great. I love it. It's pure. And then she, when, when Bella admits to the fact that she's eaten, just literally snaps the bowl in Just, half. like, smashes this glass bowl. <laughs> it's great. It's like, can we have a little bit of chill, please? It's great. I will say that, like, she's so much more in this movie than the book. <laughs> Like, at all levels. Right. Like, I understood that she, like, wasn't really a fan of Bella in the book because of, like, jealousy and wanting to be human and all of that. Like, I got that context. Yes. But, like, I feel like we didn't get a lot of what we saw in the movie, which was her just literally, like, shitting on Bella (laughs) and, like, being like, oh, like, when she's fucking dying and they all have to rescue her, and she's like, oh, well, what do I have to do? Like, what's it to me? She's not one of us. Like fuck her and I'm like this is like so much <laughs> right it's like this whole like women hating each other it's great yeah um <laughs> yay but like it's so much in the movie like more than I would have was expecting yeah there's a few times when they definitely showcase Rosalie's personality quite well so the the meeting is the first time I would say the mm-hmm. baseball scene very clear and then when yeah. they're in the garage <laughs> yeah. but the problem is is that during this movie they took some of the book quotes that Alice originally had and they gave them to Rosalie so they oh, already sounded more bitter coming from yeah, her right so it's like that's interesting hey that's an interesting choice hey fuck off though is that they like I mean I understand why because they're trying to build up so that when we do get this backstory, it makes more sense. And sure. so that we understand, like, that there is another choice for Bella, right? Mm-hmm. But it is interesting that, like, not all of it is from Stephanie Meyer's direct choice there, which sure. is wild. Um, Edward's face when the Shiny Squad meets Bella, though, was fantastic. He does yes. it when Rosalie Great breaks acting. the bowl. <laughs> And he does it when Alice and Jazz come in, and it's A+. plus, Very good. I love it a lot. (laughs) The best acting in the entire movie. Truly, because he's, like, rolling his eyes and stuff, and, like, vampires roll their eyes. (laughs) That was great. I love it. It's still, like, even though they're, like, vampires and whatever and, like, not relatable at all, um, it's still very much like, oh, look at these, look at this wild, wacky family. Right. 
Yes. And still, like, hitting home those, like, oh, God, you're embarrassing me, Mom. Like, all that stuff. Yeah, it was very pure Which in that way. Cute. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And the fact that once they go upstairs, Esme has the audacity to tell Rosalie, clean this up. I was like, yo, what the oh, fuck? Your nerve. <laughs> what a power play. Honestly, I'm here for it. But, like, what the fuck, though? <laughs> um, oh, hey. Hey. Yeah. Um, yes. Hey, we should probably talk about Charlie. We need to talk about Charlie Swan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heart. My heart. So there's like. Lies with Charlie. <laughs> there's a few things about Charlie that are just amazing in this yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> and I would say that my personal favorite is the fact that him and Carlisle touch. <laughs> Oh my god. So, that's... Listen. I'm just saying that, like... I didn't say it. Stephanie Meyer did. I'm just saying that, like, it's canon, so... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's in the books. Later. And there's, like, visual proof in the movie that, like, not only do they, like, know each other, but Carlisle feels safe enough to touch Charlie, so... Anyway. <laughs> I loved, like, it was so pure in the beginning, because he was, like, trying to be just, like, a good dad, because, like, he hasn't seen his daughter for more than, like... Uh, maybe a month at a time yeah in years and like just bringing her back to all the stuff they used to do when she was like 11 right and all these people that she definitely does not recognize or know but he's like you know these people <laughs> yeah. you know you know my and it's just it's so such, pure. such a great Going tone. To his diner it's just so good <sighs> he's such a good man he is he's such a he's such a good dad the fact that he's he's trying so hard and usually i have and I, I still maintain that I have very high expectations of men. But Charlie, <laughs> he's doing his damnedest. And I'm proud of him. And just the fact that, it, like, the first conversation that we have in this movie between Charlie and Belle is like, oh, hey, your hair's gotten longer. And Belle's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and he's like, absolutely He's like, well, so here we go. <laughs> no, that was so me, though. I was like, oh, your hair... <laughs> Your hair's growing. your hair's really long. He's like, no, I cut it. It's like, must have grown out since <laughs> since then. You should probably check like, your roots, Bella. You fucking asshole. That is me like deflecting everything. <laughs> like, well, time has passed, so maybe it's grown a little bit. Oh my god. I didn't think the her leaving Charlie scene was gonna hit me harder than it did in the books because like my soul was broken when reading that. But it was so sad. Like, Allie and I were live tweeting, but we were also texting each other. (laughs) There were a few times when I texted Cody and I was like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, And that was one of them. (laughs) Because there were times, like, I didn't want to showcase to Tara that I was truly hurting. (laughs) And I just, like, texted Allie a bunch of sad faces because I was truly sad. My favorite thing. Was when we were live tweeting that we both made the aesthetic choice not to use an emoji and instead to use like an actual yeah. emoticon sad face because like that's how I that's felt. That's how sad it was. <laughs> and also, you know, I had to play it to the time, you know. Honestly, same. I feel it. Um, before we got to that literal heartbreaking scene where we just have yeah. Charlie standing at the door and you see Charlie standing God. at the door until Bella oh. drives away. Um. How did you feel about Charlie drinking uh, beer? 
Literally, I've never connected more to a character in my entire life than maybe Ben Wyatt, but other than that, like, just, like, I've seen, I've seen the gif before, so I, I didn't know what context it was, and it's been years, so I, like, I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah. But, like, just Charlie Swan sitting at a table, he's got two really tall <laughs> cans of beer and a fucking gun. <laughs> While Bella decides to bring it the subject that she's fucking at Cullen, like maybe have better just like time and spatial awareness, Bella. And he's just like, okay, and also saying like, hey, I'm fucking this guy, and also he's outside, so I'm gonna bring him in, and you're gonna like him. So great. And then Charlie's like, yeah, okay, and just like cocks his gun, and I'm like, yeah, same. Me and Edward. That's just how I feel about this boy. It's just such a great. I just okay, Maddie. Like it does. That scene deserves an Oscar. Nothing about this track deserves an Oscar, but his performance in that scene deserves an Oscar. I will argue that in just a moment, but Maddie, I need Cody's face on that image, please. <laughs> um, I need it for personal reasons. Um, yeah, shouts out to, um, uh, I don't know if I mentioned God. them, but a couple weeks ago I asked for someone to Photoshop the Simpsons uh, do it for her, but with Charlie Swan oh, all yeah. over it. And my friend Lou did that in like record time and it was incredible. And that I was so retweeted cute. it, so it's great and they were awesome. Oh, so God. if you want to do that with my face, you are welcome. I, you have the floor I and creative control. So um, Thank you. The only other time that I would argue needed, like, an Oscar for just, like, hurting me personally was (laughs) when Edward is, like, ripping apart James and Carlisle comes up to him and he's like, son, enough. And I was like, bye, (laughs) bye. Daddy Malfoy is here. and Daddy Malfoy is, like, the most cool, calm, and collected motherfucker on the planet. Like, he's got... Thousands of years of just like restraint and just, nothing like, not can phase him. Nothing can phase him. Nothing. And he's surrounded by all these fuckwads <laughs> that are just like horny and just want to like eat people all the time. And he has to like bring them to a regular level. Yeah. Ugh. Which will never be to his level because he's just like the best. Yeah. But it's just he's trying. amazing to me that he was just like, I got you. Go take care of your wife. And <laughs> y'all why? <laughs> and then the fact that he like had to push Alice away because he knew that like she was feeling uncomfortable. I was like, literally, bye. I cannot. I cannot do this. Farewell. I cannot. Oh, that's my plane. I gotta go. <sighs> oh my god. Do you want to talk about some of the differences that we had in from the book to the movie? Or do you want to start talking about the music? I mean, I don't have a lot to say about the music, so we Excuse- can just do that really quickly right now. Oh. Okay, never mind then. Go on. I mean, I just have one song to talk about. Do you? Which was in the baseball baseball scene, <laughs> which is a good song. It's a yes. great song, and it deserved better, and that's all I say. I've already said this before. I Iconic really scene. Iconic music. Listen, it was fine. It just felt very weird in the context of what I was watching. <laughs> it was lit. There okay. was... That scene, first of all, the music choice, wild. I will never be able to not associate this two. It's God. a lot. Um, a lot of Paramore. 
Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you're not wrong. There is definitely an official music video of Paramore's yeah, from this time. <laughs> yep. I remember that. I was there. That's a lot. Um, I was mad. I was for Muse. <laughs> I, Debussy, it was such an interesting choice for them to have, especially within the context of Carboys right now. Like, it's just oh a lot for me personally. But... Um, wow. Okay, so the score, first of all, Carter Burwell can get it, to be honest. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> like, musically or just, like, as a person? <laughs> musically. I'm, okay. Um, th- those scores fucked me up, to be honest. But we do need to talk about the music, though, because there are two Robert Pattinson songs on this album that play Oh yeah, in you were tweeting about movie. that, and I was just, like, honestly shaken. <laughs> yeah. So, the one that plays during the Port Angeles dinner scene, Mm -hmm. and then the one that plays when in the ballet studio. Mm -hmm. Those are both from Robert Pattinson. (laughs) That's that's, wild. I know. Why did you do that? What? (laughs) I know. It's like, hey, um, while you're watching this man speak, also, how about you hear him sing at the same time, underscoring it in this scene? That's fine and not distracting. And those right. are two Welcome. pivotal moments in this movie. And we hear Hayes like subtle promo of like, hey, buy my EP, by the way. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is a feature. The film. Tones of Robert Pattinson. What the fuck? Uh, oh my god. So Who decided that was okay? Catherine Hardwick decided that that was okay. Catherine. Because Catherine Hardwick is a Catherine Hardwick is literally the original, like, the OG bookshop owner that was supposed to be in Port Angeles that instead they chose to go with, like, a legit, like, bookshop that should have been in Port Angeles. But, like, total, like, hippie, absolute, like, doesn't give a fuck, like, kombucha (laughs) up her ass. Like, it doesn't, like, it's wild. (laughs) All of the the behind-the-scenes stuff from Twilight, she's, like, wearing all of this, like, Portland stuff. Like, she's in Powell shirts, and I'm like, I... (laughs) Why? Why are you? <laughs> Why? It's fucking wild. The fact that they shot some of this stuff like here. <laughs> I don't oh like God. it. Um, a few differences from the book yes. to the movie. The bad boys, bad boys. Yes. It makes so much more sense, right? It's honestly, this is like in the book, I had no idea what was happening most of the time. And then we got the bad boys at the tail end and going like, oh, so the series is about this. This is the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not just about, like, Bella and Edward, right? Right. I mean, it is, but, like, there's also a bigger picture. Yes. In the movie, there's definitely, like, foreshadowing, not in a Stephanie Meyer handed you on a fucking platter and shoved up your asshole way. Yes. But, like, in a way that makes sense in the narrative that's like, oh, hey, uh, these bad boys are going to be, like, killing people in the area, like, sporadically and throughout the plot. And then they, when they, it comes to meet the vampires, it makes sense. Hey, these are not great people, and maybe they're not on their side, and then turf wars and all that stuff. And it right. makes sense. It's not just a random, just like, oh, cool, I smell a human. I'm going to fucking chase her down forever, Phoenix. Yes. And, like, for no reason, and also we're evil. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And also we're evil, yeah. (laughs) Also psych. (laughs) The fact that they had to add in a character to explain Bad Boys, Bad Boys is wild. Like, the fact that there wasn't a Waylon Forge in the book, also, but crack Santa, God bless. Um, I wrote that down and I'm still (laughs) shocked. Me too. (laughs) 
<laughs> they said butt crack Santa. A woman. Butt crack Santa in a diner in front of people while they're eating. I cannot. Um, so that's great. I'm trying to cut like get Bella to remember something from like a decade ago <laughs> and you know traumatizing her and be like hey you know butt crack Santa no excuse me this is harassment I need to leave in addition to all of the other trauma that Bella's experienced we're gonna add butt True. crack Santa to the list that's a fucking wild card can we stop um speaking of the diner uh yeah. Stephanie Meyer <laughs> yeah um hello <laughs> Stephanie Meyer was definitely in this movie and definitely not low-key about it no no, um, the way that Catherine Hardwick was mentioning this in the behind the scenes, that she wanted Stephanie Meyer to be there, and that what she was doing on her computer was writing Breaking Dawn, just so you know. I need to leave. <laughs> I need to not be here anymore. Oh, and she was specifically chosen to wear that vampire red color, just so you know. Kill me. Um, but yes. <laughs> Um, speaking of like, it's so like it's so handed to you in typical Stephanie Meyer fashion. That's just like it's not like I would have been fine if it was just like her sitting there and like it panned to her and like oh shit that's Stephanie Meyer that's funny. Instead, it's like she panned to her, she's typing on her laptop, and then the barista's like oh Stephanie and like pushes over a cup of coffee really slowly. Can you sign this napkin? Um, <laughs> right, it's. Oh, it's so much. Speaking of things that are handed to you on a platter, um, that cafeteria scene with the apple. <laughs> wow, sick transition. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was too much. Um, I would argue thirteen takes too much. Wow, I mean, I mean, I get it. Like that's a. It seems like a risky move. That seems like a hard thing to do. It is. I would probably do like a hundred takes. It took Third. Scott Pilgrim, to, like, a hundred tries to, like, throw a box behind him into the garbage can. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't pass anyone to do anything. Oh, my God. I just... <laughs> fuck me. They actually did the book cover in the movie. Who does that? It's, <sighs> yeah, not good. Anyway. Um, and also so over the hand of, like, hey, I'm really, like... I'm a vampire. Wink, 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 wink. I'm very agile. <laughs> yeah. And, like, all these things. Like, no human person would be able to do that. Not even if you're, like, a mega soccer player or something. No. Right. Yeah, supernatural. Like, like, sure, Perry super plays subtle. In the background. I need you to leave. Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's my time. That's <laughs> my time. Um, Victoria doesn't speak in the book, and nope. she definitely does in the movie. Yep. So that's great. Um, I, would like, I would like to compare... Or just, like, I like how we saw the, the Bad Boys Bad Boys compared to the Shiny Squad. Yes. Because, like, God, the duality. It's so funny. Like, just the Cullen, the Shiny Squad is such white bread. Yep. And such, like, how I like to call, how I said in my, in my live tweet, the uh, Country Club Cullens. Because yeah. Because they're just wearing, like, fucking, like, sweaters tied around their necks. And, like, they just look like they're vanilla yeah and just like the worst and then you have the fucking cool ass bad boys bad boys <laughs> like Ron's like not even wearing a shirt he's just fucking killing it and like furs and vests and leather furs, and, like, like all these things like like if thrift shop was cool and like hip like that would honestly. be that would be Laurent. yes and they just his his hype men are just like all like decked <laughs> out and they all look cool they look fresh as fuck they do and then you just have all these like country club ass motherfuckers like 
I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't root for these boys. Yeah, I was waiting Your for it to like showing. throw down and be like, okay, well, bye. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> speaking of country club privilege, the shiny squad takes multiple cars to school. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Bye. There's a lot about the shiny squad that's just like, oh wow, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their McMansion is like wild. Yeah. It's like, it's wild. (laughs) It is. It is wild. I did think that it was interesting, and I know that we've talked about this before, that Mm -hmm. in the book it's mentioned being, like, white and expansive, and it's, it actually fits better that it's not. I think that it makes more sense that it's not this, like, white castle. Um, You just have, like, these really big open windows. Like, it makes more sense to have them, like, free and into the trees and, like, all this whatever. Yeah. Like, the wood paneling and the grays and the, like, it, it's, it fits with yeah. the space more, but it is interesting. They changed Mr. Banner's name to Mr. Molina, so... Mr. Molina is my hero. <laughs> Besides, second to Charlie. It's Charlie, Mr. Molina, no one else fucking ever. <laughs> He's a pure soul and can confirm, like, most of the science teachers in this area. <laughs> like, He's the science nerds. teacher that everyone deserves, you know? Like, it's this. He's a science teacher that most, like, shitty teenagers taking science would be like, fuck you and like not appreciate but looking back you're like oh shit i actually learned some shit like i he was a great influence on me as a person and also as a student yes like i could feel that from him and his portrayal of a character he just (laughs) cares a lot about what he does and i enjoy that he was talking about compost and i'm like compost is cool man like i'm here (laughs) yes man yes he actually spray painted onions. <laughs> like, oh, God, the golden onions just in his desk for whenever this needs to happen. Well, and you'd have to be under the assumption that he has multiple biology classes throughout the day, <laughs> so he has to have multiple golden onions. Like it's pretty good. It's got a desk of multiple golden onions. I just love it. Um, I love how we had that first like real talk after post like biology class with. Uh, Edward and Bella in like a greenhouse as opposed to like the cafeteria yes. because it literally just gave him a chance to nerd out about compost and stuff. It was great. <laughs> and I was like cool I'm not gonna pay attention to this nonsense. Oh yeah also <laughs> during that scene when he smacks the bus door <laughs> I was expecting it to break to be honest yeah. the first time I watched it I was like no. Hey, you just like also implanted a car like he probably <laughs> has the power to like Can you dial back your god mode a little bit? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's uh, uh, just an angsty boy. So much. Angst. Sorry, this Jesus. one's full and like definitely an empty bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like smacking. <laughs> Me as fuck, to be honest. Like, I feel that. Um, Sorry, I don't think mm, I don't think you have any room. Sorry. <laughs> Only the bus driver's in there. What do you mean? I wish the bus driver would leaned out and been like, Ab- you don't get to make this decision. <laughs> right, come on in. <laughs> he just like rolls down like a red carpet. It's great. A few other changes. There's no dial-up yes. internet. God bless. Thank, Thank God. you very much. Appreciate that. Although we do see Renee at a payphone, which is very funny. Yes. And she's doing like the old-fashioned texting. Amazing. Yeah. Love very that. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I needed it. And they all have Nokia phones. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they don't talk about Alice's past at all. No. Which is like a crucial bit. Like it explains why James is doing the damn thing. Yeah. So that's great. I and guess we can only have one bit of 
vampire context per movie, huh? Hey, excuse me, Alice? If we can't have Alice, we have to have bad boys. We can't have both, can we? Honestly. And no airport scene. No yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was kind of bummed at, too. Yeah. Because it, it, like, I think it's what you said in the live tweets were saying, like, it get, it takes a lot of power away from Bella and a lot of her smartness and a lot of her just, like, taking tro- control and, like, planning and shit. Like, in the books, like, we kept joking that she was, like, Ocean's Eight, Ocean's Eleven and shit, and she was, like, a James Bond. Like, yeah. she was just the, the ruler of her domain and, like, and ch- even above all the vampires and stuff, she was making plans and stuff. And, like, to get that out of the movie, like, it just makes her seem more still, like, a victim and more like a damsel and still more, like... I need help, and I need saving, and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. And she has the ability to do this. <laughs> it's so it's so wild to me that they... I mean, I understand, like, logistically why they didn't right. do it, but also... It's a very weird scene to, like, film and, like, figure out. Like, I get it. <sighs> but it's, it would have added so much more. But if there was a way to, like... Like, even before they left... Like, you know, we missed that whole scene... Of her and Alice and uh, Edward and whatever in the car talking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just uh, her and Edward and him being all moody and having no one to really counteract that. Right. So, like, if we had that instead of, like, her making a plan instead of just, like, cutting to her going to Charlie with no context, you know, really. Yes. It would have established that a little bit more. It would have helped, I think. Yes. Um, talking about that scene... You mentioned that the ballet studio and seeing that was far different than reading it. Discuss. Did I? Yes. You said that it was far more pornographic in the movie oh, than reading yeah, it. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, like, super pornographic. It was like, wild. I mean, yes, in the book, like, it's James is, like, filming her and it's, like, weird and, like, whatever. But I feel like there was much more... F- it was more fear-based. Mainly, mainly because we were inside of Bella's head. Right. And we were focused on her thoughts and stuff, so we were sort of biased in that way. But watching it outside of all of that, it was more just, like, still very creepy bad boy, bad boy James, but, like, oh, I'm gonna film you, and I'm gonna, like, show it to Edward, and I'm, like, I'm gonna beat you up in front of the camera, and it's, like, blah, and it's just, like, very gross and, like, yeah. very pornographic. It was so, like, voyeuristic and nasty. And also visuals obviously do a lot more for those kind of emotions, too, and reactions as yes. well. So, like, obviously my perception of that is different than from reading it because like it's more like in your face because it's you can see it i can't remember if i mentioned this before but you know fuck it whatever (laughs) that i they filmed that ballet studio scene first that whole sequence was the first thing that they shot yeah what the fuck (laughs) yeah so that's why like what a way to set the mood i know (laughs) but it's it's weird because the way that like Kristen and rob act there and like trying to convey that much emotion when it's literally the first like first week of shooting it's wild right. with like no establishing of mm-hmm. chemistry or anything yeah that's wild yep like yep. i get it you don't film movies in order like whatever but do you start with the most like traumatic emotional driven mm-hmm. scene like maybe not yeah maybe not yeah it's a wild and also that i i know that i haven't mentioned this one before but when Kristen and Rob auditioned. There, the scene that they auditioned for was the kissing scene in her room. Interesting. So they were just like smooching. <laughs> smooching. Yeah. So I would like to direct you to a few photos that I pulled into our. Oh God. Into our I, listen, you don't understand people who are listening. <laughs> like, 
when Allie says she has receipts, <laughs> she is not fucking playing. Like, she, I imagine watching, like, a football game or something, or a sport, <laughs> sports ball, something. Same. Which the people are, like, drawing out, like, things within, like, taking screen caps and, like, drawing things and, like, outlining the plays. That is Allie with this movie franchise. I am Emperor Cusco with that marker. Like, I, <laughs> oh that God. is me, always, <laughs> to be honest. So I'd like to direct you to this first image of uh-huh. when Bella is throwing the, the the volleyball hits Mike for the first time. Uh-huh. Hey, who's that little girl? There's ch- there's a child. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, wow. Why there's a child oh, in this? <laughs> Who let this? Happen? <laughs> So I have a few questions. As a child. Either, either I'm being an asshole to a teenager right now, <laughs> or that is a Listen, literal Some people nine-year-old. are late bloomers, you know? <laughs> That's definitely like a nine-year-old. <laughs> literally. Who's like straight up grinning at the fact that Mike just got shook. Um... Plus the fact that they're all playing baseball, or no, not baseball, basketball. Definitely not. They're playing basketball over there, and she doesn't even have a jersey on, so it's like, what are you doing? Who are I you? I question. How did you get here? <laughs> I don't Where are your parents? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. So that's great. Um, okay. Okay, so I'd like to direct you to the second image yes. of a poster that's in Fork's Eye. <laughs> What the fuck is on this poster? Because those are not words. Um, Who made this poster? Who in the arts department made a poster that does not have real words on it? Yeah, no, that's not... I mean, the second one's definitely Spartan, but the other ones are not words. Yeah. Well, and, well, I was going to say spirit, but no, there's definitely extra IT at the end. What I think it's trying to say is, like, How's your Spartan spirit? But like, yeah, definitely not that at all. Nope, no. Mm-mm. Also, just before we go to this third one, I got all these images from a BuzzFeed article. I'll post it in our show notes, uh, mm. so y'all can find it. But I would like to direct you to this third image, and this is when Bella and Edward are driving back after no, no, yeah, after the baseball scene. Sure. And all the knuckleheads are leaving the diner. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cody, why did they steal coffee mugs? <laughs> and why are they so happy about it? <laughs> this these is a town criminals. Of, <laughs> these criminals. <laughs> a town of 3,000 people who Charlie definitely knows who all those people are. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those hip places where they have, like, outside seating. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not (laughs) like eric is staring into this coffee cup like it's reading his fucking fortune and no it's literally like in um in harry potter where they're like like looking at their their tea leaves and it's just like oh the pat the future is gonna fucking like eat your soul or whatever that's that (laughs) i have so many questions and none of them are being answered did you expect answers from this franchise? No, but I just... That would satisfy you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just Man. saying. That's that's all. It's, I just needed to point out that there's some inconsistencies there. So. Oh, God. <sighs> Cody, we yeah. get to read next week. 
Oh boy, I still need to get the book, so I should probably get on it. I mean, probably, but what if? Can always link you to my Kindle account. <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean, I can get it for free for from the library, but... Oh yeah. Like a physical copy, so... Shout out to the library. Shouts out, Chicago Public Library. <laughs> hope, let's hope you don't get defunded in oh. the next four years. <laughs> yeah. I just... But, uh, I will defend libraries. Till the forever. day I die. Honestly. Yeah. But, anyway, next week, reach <laughs> New Moon, chapters one and two. I... So, like, fuck Twilight, first of all, um, because all of the rest of these, they are my pride and joy. I care about them so much. New Moon is going to be such a wild adventure, and I'm so excited to dive into this. Can't wait for Third Wheeling, the musical. (laughs) (laughs) Starring werewolves and vampires. (sighs) All of this foreshadowing that Bella is just completely oblivious to. Truly. Yeah. Uh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> this is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Earbud Media. If you'd like to pitch a show to the network, you can do so at bit.ly forward slash Earbud Pitch. You can follow Into the Twilight on Twitter at Into the Twilight. We also have a Facebook page, Into the Twilight. We have a Patreon Hell where yeah. you can send us your sweet, sweet, sweet dollars. We would be, we would humbly accept those. Absolutely. For, like, the, at, for a dollar a month you can just help support the show and be like a super cool peep and there's a lot of cool perks like getting access to behind the scenes or like blooper audio reels and like cards and getting shouts out shout outs on the show all Hell that yeah. stuff it's it's the best yes we also have a tumblr which we mentioned earlier is the pride and joy of Allie's existence Truly. <laughs> com. it is truly just an escapism from all of this nonsense <laughs> that's happening. It's, to be honest, my personal safe haven. <laughs> like, yeah. If you can't send us money, that is totally chill, and we ex- we are happy that you're listening anyway. But there are things that you can do for free that will help us exponentially. Uh, the first being rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It takes, like, a minute, and it is, like, the most helpful thing you can do that's not money. Like, it's so so helpful in terms of getting new listeners and getting us up in the iTunes charts and all those things. Super, super important, and we would love you forever. Truly. We also have a survey. It takes a little bit longer. It's more like five minutes, is, and it just will help us get sponsors and stuff like that and get advertisers and things for the show. And you can find that at bit.ly forward slash into the survey. bit.ly forward slash into the survey. Shout out to the folks that have done it so far. Yeah, shouts out. So I have come up with people for yes. our fantastic creators. Great. Wonderful. So our artwork <laughs> is done by Maddie Padilla. Mm-hmm. And you can find Maddie's work at, at your ghost host 44 on Instagram. Maddie mm-hmm. is amazing and does the Lord's work. Um, yep. Not Stephanie's work, but the Lord's work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lord's work. And you can find Eli Krauss, who does our music, at KraussFilms.com. I don't know Eli. Fuck Eli, but I love him. So, like, it's an interesting relationship that we have, um, but I respect it. Oh, before we get to the names, though. Yes. Um, Eli uh, has another thing to plug that <gasps> I would like to plug a little bit. Oh, so he can plug shit, but he's not going to listen to the... Bu- okay, that's fine. Hey, oh, hey now, hey now. Eli, you're hey cool. Now. I just like to give you shit. <laughs> oh my god so 
Eli, uh, if you've been to crossfilms.com, you'd know that Eli is a filmmaker. He go- he goes to school for film and stuff like that. And he is currently uh, doing a GoFundMe for a short film slash musical thing that he's doing. And it looks really fucking cool. <laughs> it's like a horror comedy musical awesome thing. And he's almost like at his goal. Like he's very close. So uh, if you want to send some dollars or want to share it around, you totally can. Uh, there's not, like, a specific link to it, but if you look up Eli Krauss on GoFundMe you should, and short film musical, you will probably be able to find it. But help the people that make the show great. They're really cool people and doing cool art things. Yes. So, these folks. Yes. <laughs> I have found them from the art department on Twilight's cast and crew oh, no. from IMDb. So, I think that... <laughs> Maddie, this week, is going to be Jonathan Birchfield, otherwise known as Green's four-person. And the Eli is going to be Alan Pfeffer, otherwise known as Gang Boss. Wow. That's great. (laughs) There was someone on the art department named Gang Boss. Yeah, just let it sink in, folks. (laughs) That's all I have to say. That's great. That's wonderful. You can find Allie on the internet at 23andMe everywhere. Bow, bow, bow. And you can find me on the internet at Cody Captures or CodyCrow.co. Or you can find us on the CISO TV show. Oh my god. Because that's basically our personalities. It's a documentary about us. Yeah, it's a biopic. Uh, oh my god. Um, so, so what do we have for fan fiction this week? I can't believe that you're asking me. Thank you so much. So <laughs> I decided to be nice this time. And Great. I'm going to have you choose again the title. Uh-huh. of which fanfiction we're reading. Cool. Three of these names are false. One of them okay. is true. Oh, no. You get to decide which one is the right one. Uh, are you ready? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, option number one, Wild Door. Option number two, the one that got away. Oh, no. Option number three, Playful illusion. Option number four. The nothing of the year. What does that even mean? Honestly, it's a great damn question. Honestly, I might have to go for that one specifically because the other ones, I could feel like you coming up with names of fan fictions would be able to come up with those and make it somewhat relate. I don't know how you would be able to pull that out of your brain. Out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a great guess. It's a wrong guess, but it's a great God guess. Damn it. Um, God damn it. <laughs> so I use a generator for this because there's no fucking okay. way that. That's not fair. That's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? That's Shut not up. fair. No, it's totally fair. fair. Because I'm still choosing. That's but, not fair. I Please don't make me make these up. That's embarrassing, <laughs> and I'm still learning. To be honest, listen, if we're gonna be Heaven and Tracy, we need to, like, do it for real. (laughs) This fanfiction thing is low-key fucking up my shit a little bit. Um, because, like, it's scarring me. Um, okay, so- Well, then no wonder that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's from a generator. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, Okay, what's the real one? The right one is the one that got away. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so, this- Fucking fanfiction has won awards. Um, <laughs> so that's a thing. I don't even think Twilight's won. <laughs> <an award. laughs> 
<laughs> it's won awards, first of all, and it has like art. Um, I would like you, first of all, while I'm going to read you the summary to also check your Snapchat so I can show you the photo of the art that's in this as well. Why are we doing this on the podcast? Um, but I'm going to go ahead and read the summary. Oh, by- no. <laughs> that's okay. the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, so the one that got away by Tufano79. The summary, not what I'm reading, the summary, I'm going to try to summarize a little bit. Um, Bella Swan was dreading going back to her 10-year high school reunion over Valentine's Day weekend. Her time in high school in Tampa, Florida was not high on her list of pleasant experiences. (laughs) Um, She was secretly in love with Edward Cullen. He never knew she existed, or so she thought. Uh, Will Bella be happy to see Edward, or will she stay hidden among her classmates? Okay, it's like two pages of a summary, so. Um, Wow. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) do you want to describe that artwork before I read this? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> it's against my religion. <laughs> it's kind of scarring. Okay, so this is from chapter one. I am the same bookish, quiet girl from high school, Bella retorted. I work in a library and write smutty novels near downtime, Alice smirked. She was Bella's best friend and her agent. Marie Signo is the hottest writer since... The chick who wrote the 50s series. You have women panting and begging for more. Men are reading your novel for his tips and ideas to spice up their bedroom Olympics. And there's an inner perv underneath that conservative prudish exterior. Alice, only you and my publisher know who I am. Bella frowned, toying with two large granny panties. And it's all for my imagination. The one... Sexual experience I had was all was not all that memorable. I need to leave. That's because Jacob Black had a pencil. Please let me finish the sentence. It's really scarring for me. That's because Jacob Black had a pencil dick and he didn't know how to please a woman. Goodbye. Goodbye, folks. (laughs) Gotta go. Thank you. Ending the podcast. Not recording anymore. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Say it for me. <laughs> award winning, huh? Award winning. That's got a award. <laughs> I mean, I am, I, I am glad that I live in a world where um, something that has the word pencil dick in it can be award-winning like i think that's progressive you know i think we're really i think we're really changing how we see sex in literature i think that's great yeah but i'm absolutely not no thank you i can't wait i didn't want that in my ears that's been there forever now what did you do i told you this was scarring me You don't know how many Harry Potter crossovers I almost looked at today. Oh, no. I don't want to. This is a hard job. I can't. I can't. I only had one more sentence, but I can't read it anymore. Good luck with that story. We don't need it. I I can't. I can't anymore. (sighs) That's all I have to say. No. I don't want to be alive. I mean... 
Case in point. <laughs> just, I need to go dab my feelings out. I, pff, ah, I can't believe I have that on recorded audio forever now. Thank you for this gift. <laughs> I just thought we were still acquainted, to be honest. That's my second point. Give it, y'all.